from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Happy to welcome you in on a Thursday. Stormy Bonantoni with you live from Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook, My Guys in the Desert. Got a fun show ahead, no question. The Circa Millions contest lines opened up just a couple of hours ago, so I'll have my contest partner on to discuss. Also have Danielle Alvari, my guys fans know her very well. Talking all things LA, Dodgers, UCLA, the big Thursday night football matchup tonight. Rams in that NFC West matchup with Seattle. Also, Brad Evans will come on the show, the prop master extraordinaire, to give us the best opportunities to bet internally within the game tonight. And the big head honchos here at Circa. Derek, Palm, uh, Derek Stevens, rather, Mike Palm, will join us at the end of the hour to give us the update on all things here. And it's going to be a fun Thursday night down at Circus Sportsbook. So if you haven't been, make sure you get down here tonight. But as we do every day to start the show, the top five stories that you need to know that impact us as better, starting with the MLB postseason last night, wild card game. Dodgers beat the Cardinals 3-1. to one. Game was tied at one in the bottom of the ninth, and then Chris Taylor plays hero, walking it off with a two-run shot. The four-run total goes under that seven-and-a-half. Even cards run line betters are depressed. Darn Bellinger had to get on base. L.A. advances to face the Giants in the NLDS, and what a series that will be to the best records in baseball. Game one tomorrow, Dodgers minus 170 favorites for the best-of-five series on DraftKings. Giants plus 145, so remember, you bet 100, win 145. Sticking with the MLB for number two in the ALDS, two game ones, 
today. One underway as we speak over at Minute Maid Park. White Sox and Astros in its Lance v. Lance. Lyndon McCullers, that is, on the mound. Houston leading at 1-0 in the third. 2020 AL MVP, by the way, Jose Abreu, is back in the lineup, batting third and the DH, coming back from a non-COVID-related illness. He had flu-like symptoms. White Sox here tonight, plus 230 uh, on the money line. And uh, in the series as a whole, plus 110. It's pretty cool. You also have the option where you can predict the series, how it'll shake out all the way through. So if you want, if you think the Astros are going to sweep 3-0 in the series or the White Sox, how it's going to do, you can do it all, all plus money, by the way. So interesting opportunities there. Uh, and you can do that for any of the series. So later on tonight, we've got the Red Sox and Eduardo Rodriguez taking on the Rays and Shane McClanahan. J.D. Martinez, who missed the Red Sox wildcard game the other day with a sprayed ankle after tripping over second base, he's back in the lineup. So a good bump uh, to their roster today. Red Sox for the series, plus 155 today, plus 140 on the money line. Number three today, as we turn our attention to the NFL, Baker Mayfield apparently for the last couple weeks has been dealing with a torn labrum in his non-throwing shoulder, which it starts to make a little bit of sense as to why he's been struggling the last couple of weeks. He had the league's best completion percentage through weeks one and two and has fallen off a bit, missed opportunities, had his worst statistical performance of the season against the Vikings last week, just missing receivers left and right. Um, Meanwhile, you're facing a Chargers team this week that defensively has held teams, every team that they've played again so far this year to their lowest output so you need baker to go toe to toe uh browns are plus two this weekend total 47. moving on to the falcons because they announced this afternoon that calvin ridley will not be making the trip to the to london with the team this week as they take on the jets for week five dealing with an undisclosed personal matter jets plus three against the falcons in this one but he's one of the team captains a critical player on that offense you just hope the best for him personally. Arthur Smith said that the team supports him, is really respecting his privacy during this time. You just you know, hope he's all right. Uh, the Falcons fresh off that tough loss against the Washington football team last week. They're also going to be without wide receiver Russell Gage and defensive end Marlon Davidson, both of them dealing with ankle injuries. Five on our list, Panthers head coach Matt Rule said he's hopeful Christian McCaffrey could return this week against the Eagles. He's been dealing with a hamstring injury, CMC, practicing in a limited capacity throughout the week. He did take the podium himself today, said he feels great. Um, just have to see how things shake out on Sunday. Just such a weapon for the Panthers in the run game, the pass game. He's one of those dynamic Swiss Army knife type of players. Um, but the worry with him, of course, is that he you hope he gets and can stay healthy because that's been the problem over the past year. Panthers hosting the Eagles, three and a half point favorites at Bank of America on Sunday. Time to welcome in my lovely guest today and contest partner, a.k.a. my father, Rich Bonatoni. How you doing today, Dad? I'm doing fine, honey. That was a nice introduction. Sounded great. Oh, thanks. What a charmer you are. As if you didn't talk to me for like a half an hour already this morning. Um, I'm forcing you to come on the show yet again. Uh, Before we get to kind of our million layout for the contest, as for Survivor this week, I know we talked through a number of teams, but as news has come out throughout the course of the week, I'm starting to question our thoughts. So um, the Patriots and Texans were one of the teams that we were considering for Survivor this week. And then I don't know if you saw, but four offensive linemen haven't played for the Pats, uh, haven't practiced for the Pats the last couple of days. That has me a little bit concerned. Well, 
I uh, I'm with you on this one right there. We can we can eliminate them right away. I'm I'm between <laughs> Dallas and the and the Ravens personally. Okay. I uh, I want to go with those home teams on those regards. But you're the boss once again. I mean, no matter what you say, I'm doing a two team teaser with those two because I'm a I, I like both of those teams a lot for the Survivor contest. So my only issue or like I guess worry is with the Cowboys. I was trying to. I mean, I don't know who we're going to need yet for Thanksgiving time, and they're a Thanksgiving option. Um, so that's one you of You are very cocky, very cocky. Well, I hope we get honest. there. Oh, come on. <laughs> don't you? You got to think forward. That, that means we're like 13 or 14 and over. I mean, 13 or 14 straight. That'd be, that'd be pretty impressive to be with this. This is a heck of a group we're going against, young lady. You know, the last couple of weeks, we've been doing good on those, those Thursday night games, and we've been getting oh, it out yeah, of the way early. What's that? Really easy wins you got for us. Very, very, the no-brainers. Hey, they pulled through, and that's what matters, buddy. But no, so we've been getting it out of the way early. Now, if you want that game, uh, the Raven, if you want the Ravens, we have to wait until Monday. we got to sweat it out the entire time, and that gives me a little bit of anxiety, too. But I think that's probably where I'm leaning. The other one I liked was Bucks and Dolphins. Um, but if we want to make it all the way and get that extra undefeated prize, you have to save either the Bucks or the Chiefs. So that was my one thought of not going that direction. I like I like your choice with uh, the Ravens. It, like I said, if, if Zeke is healthy too, I mean Dallas or the Ravens, I I love both of those. All right, then it's confirmed. I'll lock that in later. We'll take the Ravens in Survivor this week for the million contest, though. Six underdogs won outright one outright last week, including the Jets and Giants. So we got to make sure we get our dogs this week. Um, what are a couple of the games that you're really bullish on? I don't know about bullish, but, uh, uh, you know, the, the Jets are going uh, to, to Europe and, you know, they I, I think they're going to do two in a row. Who's Atlanta? And I mean, and they're getting points. I hate I hate being on bad teams. That would be one of them. And, and I and I like the Niners again. I mean, I I what, Trey Lawrence is going to get you know, all of his practice in. I mean, they're going to have packages. It, what, it's kind just, of fan, what kind of 49er fan are you that you called him Trey Lawrence? You mixing up your rookie quarterbacks Trey there, Lawrence, Rich. I apologize. I, <laughs> I, I, like, I apologize about that because I like Jimmy G. I, that's what I'm going to say to you. Thanks for correcting me. Anytime. Just got like, to gotta set you straight. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. But, yeah, I like that, uh, yeah. I like Jimmy G. I'm, I guess it sucks if he's not going to go, but then the Niners with their packages with them, like I was saying earlier, I just, uh, it'll be a field goal game. I mean, Arizona had the big games and they come after a big game like that, a divisional game. Niners need this one bad. Yeah, they do. Cause there's a huge difference when you've got another team in the division, that's five and no to start and you're two and three. That's a hole that you don't want to be in, in a tough one like the NFC West. Um, 49ers, I was a little bit questionable about just because the Cardinals are so good. I like the Jets pick, especially since we just said Calvin Ridley's not going to be there. They have a couple other players that are going to be out with injuries. I know you liked the Panthers minus three. They dogged us last week. Why are you in on them this week? One, I think one play changed that whole game. I mean, uh, they, they played hard, their defense. I mean, I, I think it was just a brutal call against them and, and they're really good. I think that they're going to be fine. And I'm, I, I just don't like the Eagles. Okay, fair. One game I have on my list that you do not have on yours was Buffalo and Kansas City. Okay, so hear me out. <laughs> the Chiefs' defense is god-awful. Like, it's brutal, and the Bills have been slaying opponents. I, I know that it's not like they've been the best team in the world, the Texans, Dolphins. They've been shutting them out, but still putting 40, 35 points up to none. I like their chances against the Chiefs. 
and they're an underdog. Bet it over. Bet it over. Well, that's a game. That's going to be a fun game to watch. That's going to go back and forth the whole time. I mean, uh, getting points never hurts. Obviously, we've learned that with all of that, how we've, how we've done so far. But uh, that's, going to be a, that's going to be a fun game to watch. One game that's not going to be fun to watch, I don't think. I think it's going to be messy. It's going to give me a lot of anxiety. That's also on your list is the Saints and Washington football team. Saints minus two and a half. They're so up and down. Both of those teams frustrate the hell out of me. I cannot get a read on them. Why, why do you have them on your list? Well, I like I liked, uh, the Saints. I just think they're a better football team. The, the Washington football team, I mean, Heineke's doing a great job, but the defense has been terrible. I just, I can't, I can't support the, the uh, Washington football team. I won't say the other name. It's not politically correct. Yes, as you should not. But, okay, so I'm just... <laughs> What about what about what, is it? what about uh, how about with what Bosa said about uh, Carr? Don't you think don't you think Carr's going to throw for like five TDs with the Raiders? So he's going to I mean he, he said he's pissed off. I mean I, I love a pissed off athlete who's a competitor. Well, I mean okay, all right, I can roll with that. What do you think about that one. Well, you're, of course it's the Raiders, so Mr. Mosberger will love that one. Listen, just because just because I hang out with Brent here once a week, which what an honor it is to have the man, the myth, the legend on the show every week, just because he talks to me about the Raiders and believes in them doesn't mean I'm just jumping on the Las Vegas bandwagon constantly. Okay? Well, I think I think you are. You're a hater. Thanks for coming on, Dad. Appreciate you. Love you a lot. Have, have a great show. Bye. Bye. Download the free oddstrader.com map, everybody, to compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more at oddstrader.com. On the other side, Danielle Alvari and more My Guys in the Desert. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Listen, everybody, Thursday Night Football is not exclusive to the NFL. We welcome you back to My Guys in the Desert. It is Thirsty Thursday, and we have college football on the brain tonight as well. And thank you to our lovely producer, Stephanie Kamershack, for these beautiful glasses. There we will be drinking with the favorite or the dog. Who are we partying with tonight? Coastal Carolina. I am all over the Chanticleers tonight. Let's throw them back. Let's chug one with Coastal Carolina. Take it a minus 20 at Arkansas State tonight. One better at BetMGM. Bet 240K on Coastal tonight to win 200,000. And I'm rolling with Fear the Mullet. Listen, here's the thing about Arkansas State. They're brutal, particularly on defense. They've allowed 50-plus points in three of their four games so far. Their scoring defense is literally nationally only better than UMass. That says something. Just think about that. Going up against a coastal offense that ranks second in the country, mind you, averaging 48.2 points per game. Quarterback Grayson McCall did have an ankle issue last week, but the head coach said he's ready to rock and roll. The dude's got an 80% completion percentage against similar level opponents to the Red Wolves early the last two games. 53-3, I'm 59-6. I'm just trying to tell you if they don't win by 50, I'm going to be disappointed. Definitely covering the 20, and you got to think national TV, a Coastal Carolina team that is trying to get themselves up there in the rankings even more. They're not letting their foot off the gas. I'm rolling with Coastal. What do the young people say? Tonight's game's going to slap. going to big mood. I don't know. Maybe our next guest can help us out. Danielle Alvari, she keeps me young. Um, she is our resident expert for all things L.A. Just started a new podcast, the CityCast for Los Angeles. Danielle, how are the new digs treating you, girl? And sorry about my slang. Is that just like so embarrassing? Should I be cut off? I think that we should bring slap back. I don't think it is back, but I think we can bring it back. Is that a millennial thing or what age group even is that? No more slaps. I don't even know. I, now that I'm on TikTok, my my millennial instincts are all messed up, so I can't really help you out. <laughs> Your TikToks are amazing, as is the new podcast. I was giving it a listen after it launched, and I mean, just witty, fun, informative, gives you everything that you need. And I was actually cracking up because you were talking about your UCLA Bruins, and I'm covering them this week as they face Arizona. And you said that you felt personally victimized by their performance the other day. What's your lay of the land on UCLA? I mean, I think I can speak for a lot of UCLA fans here when I say we talk about UCLA, it looked so promising, right? They find momentum and then find a way to just completely lose it, which seems harder to do than to just keep going. They started with their win versus Hawaii, then they hit LSU. Wow, they beat LSU. 
They lose to Fresno State. Yikes. But Fresno State, they're really good. So let's not, not that knock that one too much. But the defense looks suspect there. But then, okay, we come back at our first road win versus Stanford. Okay, looks good. Stanford just beat Oregon, number three Oregon. This is looking great. And then just when we start to put our guard down as UCLA fans, they give up 42 points to ASU, lose by 19 last week. It was brutal. Also the first week of the pod. So it was really not fun for me since... <laughs> I definitely gave out UCLA to cover that one. Um, this week, though, 16 and a half point favorites. Uh, will they bounce back this week? Yes, absolutely. Will they cover? Ooh, it's another story. 16 and a half, as you know, a lot of points. Yeah, definitely. And against an Arizona team that, mind you, like I know that they are winless so far to start the season, but they've been strangely competitive in games when they played Oregon a couple weeks ago. It was like 24-19 in the third quarter. So they play, the, the, the final score of that game was not quite as descriptive as what actually happened in the game. But hey, a team that's pretty good out there in LA are the Rams. And we've got a big Thursday night football game coming up tonight against the Seahawks. What's your pulse on this one? So just cutting to the chase here, I'm going with the Rams minus two and a half. I know that we saw an awful game versus Arizona. It's like, wait, which was that UCLA or was that the Rams? It was both. They both lost to Arizona teams last weekend. But I think we know good bounce back spot for the Rams. Uh, Seattle's defense, as we know, 28th against the pass and second to last against the run. Uh, pass heavy team here with the Rams. Matt Stafford kind of looked just off, obviously, in that game versus Arizona. But hopefully we're seeing a return for him. Uh, so I'm going to go Rams minus two and a half. But I also like a prop. Okay. And give this it prop to makes me. me nervous. <laughs> it makes me nervous, Stormy. Okay, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to convince me of my own prop at the end here, probably as I go through this. But Russell Wilson under 270 and a half passing yards. Now I'm nervous here because the Rams they struggled against that, you know, dual threat mobile quarterback in Kyler Murray just last week. But Wilson's gone over this number just twice this season versus the Titans and the Vikings. I think that the Rams secondary is going to give him more trouble, hopefully. Uh, we know the last two times these teams met was in that wild card round last season. The Rams won 30-20, to 20, and they held Wilson to 174 yards. How did they do that? They sacked him five times for a loss of 32 yards, plus he threw an interception. Uh, just last week, we watched the 49ers hold him to 149 yards. Uh, in the regular season last year, he went under both of these uh, 270. It was 248 and 225 versus the Rams regular season last year. So I'm going under, but I'm going scared, just to be clear, <laughs> because it's awful to bet an under on Russell Wilson's passing yards. I wish that I could talk you out of it, but I was leaning the same thing. I saw that number <laughs> at, I want to say, like 280 or something like that at one point, and I was like, oh, for sure he's going under. Honestly, I agree with you because Seattle's offense has been sputtering a good bit. Russell Wilson's the only thing that's really been good about it. Uh, and if you hold him even remotely in check, which I think the Rams defense is capable of doing, then I, yeah, I'm with you on the under. So sorry, I can't talk you out of it. The Chargers, meanwhile, the other team in LA coming off a big win on Monday night against the Raiders. They have the Browns this week. We learned Baker Mayfield dealing with a little bit of a shoulder situation with a torn labrum on his non-throwing shoulder. Um, but two point, two point favorites dealing with just uh, dealing with uh, Justin Herbert and company rather dealing with their side. What do you think in this one? Well, I'm I'm tempted to play the Browns here. I am. I'm tempted even with with the question marks around Baker Mayfield situation. That defense is nasty. That Brown in a good way, the good kind of nasty that Browns <laughs> defense. And so I also no no favoritism because I have them as my my defense on my fantasy team. Sure. But, uh I think that yeah, so I think they're going to have um some trouble against that that team here, but 
It's hard to say because these Chargers are legit, right? I mean, if they get this win, are they not the team to beat in the AFC West? That's actually something I was going to ask you. Do you think that this L.A. team of the two is the contender or who's the contender for you? In in what way? <laughs> I mean, are we talking Super Bowl here? Because, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know what to make of, of this Chargers defense completely yet i mean i know they're legit too but uh i think the rams obviously have the defensive advantage there but they have not figured out the offense completely as we just saw last weekend and so when you're looking at who's more of a complete team here maybe it's the chargers that's so weird to say ah i don't know how i feel about it but and, but and i think that la fans have not even adopted this team really it's it's rams it's rams fandom everywhere i mean orange county south bay area Maybe some Chargers fans. I don't know if the San Diego fans are still mad that they left, but I mean, this is mostly a Rams town. As someone who lived in San Diego for a number of years and have a lot of diehard <laughs> San Diego Chargers fans, yes, they are still very unhappy about the situation with them moving for the most part. Um, listen, obviously a huge game last night for your Dodgers. Hurts me because I've got my futures play on the Giants and do not like this matchup at all for a five-game series. Um, but just what are your thoughts on last night and then how you think that they can play moving forward in that big series? I mean, two best records in baseball. Well, as for last night's game, so sorry if you had the Cardinals run line. Just brutal. Really brutal way to lose it with that walk-off homer in the end for the Dodgers. I was surprised that it that it was so low scoring. I mean, I was expecting it to go under the seven and a half, but to see it go all the way, just really be decided in the bottom of the ninth like that. Um, how exciting, how hilarious that the Dodgers were even in that predicament. I mean, first time two teams have ever exceeded 105 wins and now they get to face off and it's only a five game series. It's, it's almost like a crime. Like we should get to see more of this, uh, but <laughs> it's also tough for me because I was I was born in the Bay Area. This is kind of a team for me. One of the players on the Giants went to high school with me. Oh. Um, so I feel like kinship a little bit, I guess. But, but you know, the Dodgers Who are the Dodgers. It? So I think it's going to be a fantastic series. Who oh, is it? Who is uh, Brandon Crawford. There you go. Very cool. Now, I, I think it's, I mean, Dodgers still obviously have the shortest odds to win it all. Um, but I think that was a series where whoever wins it becomes the automatic favorite, right, moving forward. That's at least my thought process. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what you're seeing with the odds, as you just mentioned, the Do or the Giants right behind the Dodgers there. And obviously, tons of money comes in on these L.A. teams uh, in the betting market everywhere in Vegas um, and especially uh, just on any L.A. team, really. So the Dodgers get plenty of money. So the value play is is the Giants here, even though it's not it's, you know, secrets out. So you probably got a better number. I got 10 to one and I was pretty pleased with it, but it only obviously works out if they go. Uh, all the way. Danielle, thank you so much for this. Appreciate the time. And we need to do this more. LA teams are popping. Yes, love it. Thanks so much for having me. Of course, that's Danielle Alvari of the Los Angeles City Cast. And mind you, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around any of your local teams, I mean, Bet Rivers has you covered these days. They've launched a series of these city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got Danielle in LA, then the Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh city casts all up and running five new episodes each week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. More my guys on the other side. Stay with us on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. You're listening to My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
Hey, everybody, welcome back to the segment of My Guys in the Desert presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free. It's a tobacco alternative. They can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime, so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zinn can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find Zinn wherever you are. Zinn's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet, no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zinn contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21+. plus. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. And you know how, when you're a little kid, you play Would You Rather and Would You Rather Have hands for arms or hands for feet. Well, we're playing it Thursday night football quarterback prop edition. And as we talked about with Danielle, one of those, would you rather Matthew Stafford over his pass yards prop or Russell Wilson? Wilson, 273 and a half. Matt Stafford, 302 and a half. And I'm I'm rolling with Matt Stafford on the over on that one. I like Russell Wilson under. He's only got he's gone over that number twice. Don't get me wrong, but the Rams defense should li- limit him. Meanwhile, Matthew Stafford, always in that 280 range or higher, gone over 302 twice this year. I like him more in this option. As for the over under on interceptions, will Matt Stafford go over half an interception or Russell Wilson? Russ cooks with salt, pepper, and not picks. Guys, he has not thrown an interception so far this year. Meanwhile, Stafford has two, and he just slings it more. So if I was picking one, definitely going with Stafford on the over interceptions. Um, scoring a rushing or receiving touchdown. Okay. Uh, Matt, both of them plus money. Matt Stafford plus 550. Only has net positive 15 rush yards this season, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a no on that one. Can I go no for either? Russell Wilson plus 300. I, all right, I guess if I had to pick, I'm I'm flying with with the Eagles. I'm flying with Russ on that one. I don't know. I'm still the prop student though, so we're gonna get a little help here from the prop master, Brad Evans, joining us now at Noisy Huevos, EP of gaming content at Bally Sports and host of the Fade the Noise podcast. And you always have the coolest setup, I swear, of all our guests. How are we doing, Brad? <laughs> I am splendid. It is a hashtag tequila Thursday, Stormy. So Ooh. let's pull up the cup and make some money. I got a couple cups right here. Do we? Do, are we liking favorites or are we liking dogs in Thursday Night Football? Where are you at? Well, I'm definitely on some of the favorites. Now, I will say this. In terms of the overall side, uh, I got Seattle at the two-and-a-half line. I got them at the money line as well at plus 115, sprinkled some action there. And I'm tucking under on the total. These are familiar foes. A lot of people expecting fireworks up there in the great Northwest. I think it's going to be a little bit more lower scoring than anticipated. Okay. See, like the Rams, I just liked them in this spot. 15-5 and five after a loss under Sean McVay. Like, I... I feel like this is a good bounce back play for them. I was looking at some of your props and these Seattle props, it seems like all unders uh, across the board, but I see Russell Wilson under like Danielle and I were talking about that's on your radar as well. Yep. Yeah, and I was fortunate enough to get in early on that action. It's something we always constantly preach at the Faith of Noise mm-hmm. podcast, and I know you guys do here on Vincent as well. Um, you know, I got it at 282 and a half. The line is down to like 272 and a half, upwards of 274 and a half at some of the books. I'd still be under on that. I mean, Russell, in his entire career against the LA Rams, uh, has not gone over 268 yards 
vertically in a single game. And you got Jalen Ramsey lurking there. Uh, I know the Rams have been middling in terms of pass defense, which is uncharacteristic for them. But I think Russ will be doing more damage with his legs in this game. Uh, I kind of like the over on the 22 and a half rush yards compared to the over on the, again, 274 and a half pass yards prop. So I'm under on that. Again, I got it at 282 and a half. So Russell, I think we'll leave the gun in the holster a little bit tonight uh, as the Rams uh, should be able to keep this one, hopefully within reach and Russell without having him uh, to go out there and have a high volume performance overall. And hey, if you thinks he's if you think he's using his legs, that explains also the under on the Tyler Lockett prop. We see that at 74 and yep. a half. You got it. Man, Tyler Rockett's, uh, Lockett is just a nauseating roller coaster ride, Stormy. He's up, he's down. I, I mean, you don't know where the peaks and valleys are really going to occur. It was gangbusters the first couple of weeks. And then the last couple of weeks, couldn't even hit 40 yards in a game. And, you know, I know he's going to get David Long in coverage. He's given up right around a 70 catch rate to his assignments. But I got trust issues with Tyler Lockett. So that number, again, I got it early in the mid-70s. It's now at 68 and a half. I don't think he sniffs 60 yards in this really? one. Okay. I like that. I like the play for sure. Um, now, listen, a guy like Chris Carson dealing with a neck injury that we found out recently. Apparently, it's something he's been dealing with for a while, had a flare up. He's had a little bit of uncertainty in terms of how much he will be used. We've seen the number for his prop drop steadily the last couple of days, but yeah. I see 66 and a half yards for you, and you got it at a higher number and like the under. Yeah, I got it uh, about 72 hours ago when the line came out. You know, again, uh, getting it early mm -hmm. has its rewards. Uh, and then it tumbled from there. I you know, went down to the mid-50s. I saw it in the mid-40s. I, I doubt that Chris Carson plays tonight. And I will say this. Uh, I know there are a lot of people out there, uh, whether you're in a fantasy football league or you're looking at the player props markets. Uh, I think Alex Collins is muy interessante. Mm -hmm. uh, I got it for an 80-time touchdown at plus 280. It's still plus odds. At multiple sportsbook, not as high as that, but you get it like plus 150 that I saw at MGM, plus 115 at a couple other outlets that are out there. If he is named the starter, I think we're going to see a river dance in the end zone tonight <laughs> as the Rams have given up 4.84 yards per carry the running back position. That has been an area of susceptibility this season for Sean McVay. Yeah, and he had his first touchdown last week. He was a big spark, I feel like, to the Seahawks offense when they needed him against San Francisco. And as a San Francisco fan, I did not enjoy watching it in the slightest, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, you can definitely see that <laughs> that workload going up um, depending on Chris Carson's availability. He is a game-time decision as of right now. On the Rams side, what are we liking? Uh, a lot. Uh, I've got a ton of action across the board. So give me Robert Woods. I think this is a great reawakening for him on the over 58.5 receiving guards. Uh, squeaky wheel gets the grease. I believe here's Stormy. As Shavik Bay said earlier in the week, we got to get him more involved. We got to get him down the field. You know, you look at the yards per target, you look at the average depth of target. It is dreadful. So I think against this weekend secondary of Seattle, getting a lot of Sidney Jones, who, by the way, has given up a perfect passer rating to his assignments, filling in for Trey Flowers. I think Robert Woods is going to be the good Woods tonight. So I like him on the over there. I like him for an anytime touchdown as well. And oh my goodness, Stormy, uh, I love Daryl Henderson like a child. <laughs> I am on the over on everything. Rush yards, I got it at 57 and a half. It's in the mid 60s now. I'd still crush the over. Rush attempts, I got it 14 and a half at 15 and a half. I take the over there. Receptions, I got it at two and a half. Still two and a half. I take the over. Receiving yards at 19 and a half. 
uh, is what I locked it in at. You can still get that number now. I take the over. And heck, give me an anytime touchdown. <laughs> All things Daryl Henderson tonight against the Seattle front. Let's give it up. Listen to this story. 200.3 total yards per game of the running back position. Henderson will dominate the snaps here. Don't worry about Sonny Michelle. He is going to feast in the great Northwest this evening. That Seattle defense has been brutal. I was looking it up earlier today. They're on pace right now to be, if they keep it up, the worst in the Super Bowl era, have the lowest time of possession, (laughs) allowed the most yards per game total, not just in the rush game, 444 and a half per game, dead last in the NFL. I thought Kansas City's defense was bad. Seattle's giving them a run for their money, pal. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. I'll give you a little uh, bonus time Ooh. as well here story with the Rams. I saw the Cooper Cubs receptions prop, which I was off earlier this week at seven and a half, a little too rich for my lo- blood, is uh, now dialed back to six and a half at DraftKings. Now it's juice up to minus 150 on the over, but fill up the cup. Uh, no doubt about it. I think this is still going to be a seven, eight catch game for him. He has been the apple of Matthew Stafford's eye, <laughs> indicative in the 32 plus target percentage that he's had. And Ugo Amadi is going to be his primary assignment out of the slot. He's given up a 125 passer rating and a 70 plus catch percentage to his assignment. So Cooper Cup should go off the pride of Eastern Washington, the former Eagle, going to fly high. <laughs> Kind of there at his old uh, old back, uh, backyard, old stomping grounds there in the great state of Washington. That was something I was actually going to follow up and ask you about Cooper Cup because I feel like Matt Stafford, nine loves ten, and he has all season long so far, but I wasn't <laughs> sure if your Woods prop made you err on the side of caution with Cup, but no. it's no-brainer, not at all. Uh, look, just fade Seattle's defense. That's the key here. Maybe I should reassess and uh, not take Seattle on the money line. Uh, because there's not a whole lot of correlation going on here. But I think uh, where there's a will, there's a way. And there's Russell Wilson. Uh, I think this Seattle team will find a way to win this thing. Um, you know, in the end, 24 to 23 is is how I'm handicapping it. But it should be a fine and dandy one. And again, uh, this is not a five-finger pour uh, tequila Thursday. This is like a one-finger pour. Just sit back, sip, and enjoy. What time, what time of day are we starting? Have we already started? Do we need to get started soon? What time? We got to get going. Uh, it's great with Cocoa Puffs, so, you know, just sprinkle a little on yay-ho, uh, and just let the party start on a Thursday. I love it. I love the energy. Thanks so much, Brad. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Stormy. Have fun. Once again, follow him at Noisy Huevos. He has all of those props available. Nice Google Doc. Check it out. Come back on the other side of this break. We got the head honchos from Circa right here on the desk. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Listen to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Download the free oddsreader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sports books, access injury reports, in game action, and much more when you go to oddstrader.com. Back here on My Guys in the Desert, time for a quick little segment where we just tell people in the NFL to be better. So, who needs to be better this week? Number one on my list is Urban Meyer. And no, I am not taking the low-hanging fruit of his wild weekend, okay? This is on-field stuff. You got to be better. The the Jags were so close to getting their first win of the season against the Bengals last week. Couldn't figure it out this week at home against a limping Titans team. Best way to redeem yourself is with a win. Get that locker room a W. Lead this team, my friend. Let's go. Be better. Chiefs defense. Talked about how Seattle's defense is brutal. Well, one step above them has been the Kansas City Chiefs right now. And it's it's really frustrating because of the season that Patrick Mahomes is having. Leads the league 14 touchdowns in four games, over 1,200 yards. He's the only reason this team is 500. And listen to these stats. Kansas City, 31st in defense, in yardage, scoring, scoring percentage allowed. They've given up the second most yards and first downs across the NFL. And they've been penalized the fourth most in the league. Not good. You're facing the Bills this week. They've outscored opponents 118 to 21. You gotta be better. And last, San Francisco 49ers quarterbacks, regardless of who it is. I don't care if it's Jimmy G. I don't care if it's Trey Lance. We just need something against the only undefeated team in the NFL. An important, critical NFC West battle with the Cardinals this week. They're plus five and a half. The 49ers are in a spot where you just need Jimmy G. If he's in, be consistent. Don't get hurt again. Protect yourself. And if it's Trey Lance, the only thing you did for me last week was one incredible play in broken coverage, though. So, come on. Just be better. You had the whole week to prepare as a starter. Enough with those disappointments. Let's talk to some guys who know 
what's going on in the world. Owner and CEO of this joint, Derek Stevens, VP of Operations, Mike Pong. Thank you guys. I need to start just like sending you text messages and be like, who needs to be better? You guys need to make picks with me. No, I think your list was accurate. It was week. good? Yeah, it should just be for Urban once. Meyer three times, though. Oh, my gosh. What it's an embarrassment. Like for, like, different things, right? How about throwing his quarterback under the... I told him to be careful at his bachelor. What does that have to do with it? Absolutely nothing. The guy wasn't even in the NFL yet. He hadn't even been drafted. I don't understand half of the He things. came there. He had him hitting an OTAs, illegal, $300,000 fine. Then the next movie makes it says we made cuts based on COVID, uh, vaccination status. Then they had to retract from that statement. I mean, they're 0-4. He could have kicked a field goal at the end of the first half. I'm sure you're glad if you had Cincinnati and Survivor. He didn't. <laughs> I did, so there were only you. three possessions for both teams in the first half of that game. Why wouldn't you have kicked a field goal and gone up three possessions? Uh, the list goes on and on. Derek, maybe you'll take me up on this. I was thinking about creating a, we should create a prop that's like different reasons why, for his tenure, like odds for Urban Meyer tenure. So either... Fired midseason, fired at the end of the season, goes to USC, leaves because he has a medical issue or wants to spend time with family. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, first off, I'm always about continuous improvement. I don't like to say bad things about people. Okay. Now, remember. I don't either. Oh, my gosh, I feel so mean now. No, I don't want to say that about you. That, that's what you got to do in this job. But I'm a volunteer here, <laughs> you know, and, and I don't have much to give you. Urban Meyer was the coach of my arch rival. So I'm going to say everything I really like about him. I just did. It's over. So I got nothing to say. I just so no got prop. nothing to say. But I'm enjoying what you're, I enjoy the path you're going down. <laughs> I'm not going to jump on this. Bowling Bull, Green is Michigan's arch rival. Oh, good Bull. one, Mike. Oh, you can't yeah, really call yeah. it a rivalry till you win a game. I mean. <laughs> well, hey, I know you guys are big baseball guys. We've got one on right now. Um, how much fun have these last couple of days with the wild card games been for you? Not only personally, but here. I mean, this baseball is, I mean, it's playoff baseball is unbelievable. I mean, we all love playoff hockey. We like NFL playoffs. We love March Madness, but there's something about playoff baseball that's unbelievable. I mean, the game, the game two nights ago, just absolutely, you know, riveting. And then last night, just unbelievable. And, you know, if you got uh, the Cardinals plus uh, one and a half, what a, what a gut-wrenching defeat that was. Yeah, Unbelievable. That, I know our guy, Josh Towers, he was on the program yesterday. We were previewing the game like, hey, you know, Cardinals, it's it's plus money. If they can hang in, there's good value there. If they can get a win at the end, at least like run line, there could be an option there. And so I went all in on it. I'm one of those run, run line that got murdered. Really depressing. Bellinger just had to get on base, right? He just had now, to. How do you walk Cody yeah. Bellinger? Hitting 083. Yeah. Crushing, <laughs> crushing my soul. Um, but hey, it's a really, really fun time of year. Who doesn't love October? Because not only do we have postseason baseball, but we've got the NFL in full force right now, college football. There's even college football going on tonight. So what will the books be like tonight with all this going on? Well, there'll be a lot of excitement for the NFL game, obviously, mm -hmm. tonight between the, the Rams and the Seahawks. And we're seeing, uh, you know, we're seeing Rams money here. This game opened a pick. It's up to two and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, CL's always a tough place to play. They didn't make your top five fan bases, but this... <laughs> There is some home field advantage. But yeah, the 12th there, man, they're okay. Whatever. There is something, something going on up there in Seattle. But th but that'll be terrific tonight. And as you said, we've got uh, Coastal Carolina in action tonight. My partner, Maul Shaw, has got a big bet on Coastal laying, laying 19 and I'm a half. With so, yeah. I got 20, though. How, how about tomorrow night? Don't you have to take Stanford and 13 points at Arizona State? That's a lot of points, Stormy. That's a lot of points.
That's a lot of points. Stanford, I mean, they're just going to have such a letdown spot, though. It worries me. I don't I don't know how I feel well, about that number. I'm not betting that game. The whole conference has to be let down now. You were there yeah. to witness the end of their playoff dreams with <laughs> Oregon getting beat at Stanford. It was a great game for me professionally. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a, that, that was a tough one for sure for the conference. But AS, ASU is still out there trying, trucking along. They're only lost to BYU. Well, if Oregon goes undefeated, they can make the argument they wanted Columbus, and that's still a big victory. You have to have Ohio State keep winning now. To, to the make, moral to make victories the, to aren't make, good enough. To make that argument. But, boy, that was, uh, it was an interesting game that you, you, were, you uh, covered this weekend with Jim Plunkett there, a very yeah. emotional day at Stanford. They got up to a lead. Then they had a rally. You know, they got the questionable pass interference call at the end. That was tough because they had the targeting, moves them yeah. 15 yards, then the roughing the passer, then they get the pass interference in the end zone. And in the midst yeah. of David Shaw fade routes, they finally got there to force <laughs> overtime. I, Jim Plunkett, actually, he told me that he talked to the team before the game and said, just win, baby. And he's like, oh, no, just kidding. That's Raiders. That's Raiders. But, <laughs> but no, he said that he thought that they would have an opportunity and they went out and did it. Um, Derek, I would love to get just an update on the contest, where we're at right now. Um, and of course, Survivor, how many people are left? Yeah, well, let me just, one, one thing let me just say about tonight. Yeah. All three football games, money's coming in on all three favorites. We're like, oh, yeah. They're, they're coming in heavy, all three favorites. So from a house side, we, uh, we're definitely going to be rooting for at least one dog to cover um, on Survivor. Um, how great was last weekend? I mean, uh, I think Mike, you put it out there. I mean, we had we had uh, we had a couple of incredible sweats. I think you had, you had a great one to lead off the week on the Thursday. So stressed. And and then uh, you know we knocked a couple couple teams out. I mean, the the Titans and uh, the the Giants, um, Titans and the Saints were the two uh, were the two big ones that got knocked out. Had a couple of other uh, um, small knockouts with the 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 Finns and uh, and the Vikings. Um, the number of people that did not turn their picks in was both um, sad and, you know, questionable. It was 19. 19. 19. Yeah. How do you have oh. 19? You know, that's the worst thing for us. I, I just hate to see people not turn the picks in because you feel bad for them, you know I mean? Yeah. But but realize there's always something more important. It's called life. Life gets in the way, and, and you have things that happen to you. But having 19 picks going into Week four, it's brutal. No, set I guys, I'm telling you, PSA, set a calendar reminder for the night before and day of. Like that's all you gotta do. Yeah. Just keep it fresh in your brain. It's so helpful. I mean, I mean, I, I understand sometimes people don't want to pay for a proxy, but let's just say you get through week six. Buy a proxy now. You have insurance on your house. The tickets are worth more more than two thousand <laughs> a piece right now. So I would uh I would uh, make sure to have a proxy. I'd make sure you always have a backup plan. I think this weekend's going to be kind of interesting. This is going to be a defining weekend because you got a lot of these, a lot of these teams that are like seven point favorites. This is the week you got to figure when am I going to use this team and mm -hmm. when is this the only time I'm going to use this team? You know, throughout the rest of the year. So I mean, I think there's a lot of people that are already uh, already taking the bucks, um, so may not want to. Those that have not may want to continue to hang on. But you got a handful of other teams that are out there, out there, and I think I think this is going to be a, this is going to be a week we're going to see a handful of knockouts again. Have you decided where you're going with your? So yeah, we're gonna go Ravens Colts over the Colts tonight. Uh -huh. I mean this Sunday because so my dad and I were talking about it. You know my dad's been a contest partner. He had him on earlier in the show, and he's laughing at me because I was like, I don't know about the Cowboys because I might want them for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And then he was like, Oh wow, somebody's cocky. Thinks we're gonna make it to Thanksgiving. But hey, we're our goal is to win, right? We have to strategize and prepare accordingly. Also, didn't want the Bucks because I'm really hoping. Might You're going to use them for the extra million? 
Hey, I'm just trying to think forward. You taught me to use Gil Alexander's thought right. process here. Misname game. That's yeah. It's so, are you guys ever going to change the change the name? No, we love Survivor. We got <laughs> I that, do that's too. Derek's baby. That's that's it's why so we fun. have that's why we have the big overlay. It's so fun. <laughs> hey, so what games would you guys be recommending then this week? I said I, th- Ravens. I think there's. I think that Minnesota is probably going to be the most popular choice at home to the Lions. It's a little bit tough now. The Patriots, two offensive linemen, and the uh, COVID protocol going down there. Not a high scoring team, you know. Houston just got embarrassed in Orchard Park. You know they're going to come back with a better performance. I think that's a tough spot. Amal made the argument you have to consider using the Steelers if Drew Locke is going to be starting for Denver this week. I said, I don't know if I could do it. He said, I've heard several people say that. This this might be the time to use the Steelers. That's an ugly one. (laughs) Guys, I'm so sad. This went by so fast. Thank you for doing this. That's a wrap for My Guys in the Desert. We'll see you next week. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.